Frustration of the Warriors just keeps on piling. It's a sad day for Warriors fans, but if you're a Niners or a Lions fan, you must be pretty excited. What up, Dub Nation, to another episode of the Catching Dubs podcast. We're your host, I'm Ethan, with my Splash Bro co-host, Zach. You know, disregard the Warriors game. We know what the Warriors are at this rate, but talk to me about the NFL draft. What do you think about the Lions taking... Uh, the offensive tackle, Penay Sewell. Sorry for butchering the name. Come on, it's Penay Sewell. Uh, I think it's a good pick. Um, Lions going to have a top five offensive line in the next few years, probably next year. I'm confident. Um, then we get news that Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to be in Green Bay anymore, so that made my day. That made me static, honestly. He's caused so much anger amongst Lions fans, but um, the Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell era is off to a good start. So let's keep it going. Now we got to talk about the Warriors, which is frustrating to talk about, but hopefully everything will change this off season. That's just prayer hands. Yeah. Steph Curry Mine. holds everyone accountable. Clay Thompson comes back, but that's just me being optimistic, but the Warriors got a lot of work to do. They do, but going off on a tangent, but to the Niners fans who are out there listening, Trey Lance, um, good pick. It was a good pick for the Niners. At least it was not Mac Jones. Let's just praying to Kyle Shanahan for not picking Mac Jones up. Without further ado, talk about the Warriors episode 36. Let's get started, baby. All right, so... The Warriors in their biggest game of the season, in my opinion, against the Mavericks, just for like seeding purposes, I think. If the Warriors would have won against the Mavericks, they would have been, I think, a game and a half behind of the sixth seed. Correct me if I'm wrong, Zach, but I think it was a game and a half. But what do you know? The, the Warriors, they're the Warriors. They lost 133 to 103 behind Steph's uh, 27. But it just felt like the Warriors just fell off. Like there was his no 27. Energy. Yeah. His 27 points when he scored them, when they were down 30 points in the third yeah. quarter. I mean, you could call the game one of those off nights, but with just how the Warriors season has gone. Too many of them. There's just been too many of them. I, I don't know if I was surprised. I don't think I was surprised. I was surprised by in the first quarter they didn't score any points in nine minutes. And you have Steph Curry like on your points. team. 12 points. First yeah, quarter. You had 12 points in the first quarter and you have Steph Curry on your team. There's a problem with that. That also comes for, once again, we'll talk about it. Roster construction is a problem that contributes to why they score 12 points in the first quarter. And if you want to seriously criticize the roster, the only – NBA players who will most likely be on this roster next year who are safe are Steph Curry and Draymond Green. The rest are guys who want to get shipped out of here. They want to get out. They just, we just are, want them. Want to be NBA players so they work their ass off like JTA. But most of them are G League players besides Andrew Wiggins, um, Kent Bazemore, et cetera. But guys like Michael Mulder, 
Um, Alan Smilicic, which still don't know why he's still on this roster. Uh, Nico Mannion. Um, those guys are G League players or guys playing overseas. They are not NBA players. JTA and Jordan Poole have proved to me personally, in my opinion, to be worthy of an NBA roster spot. So I'm not going to include them on that list. But the Warriors just sucked on Tuesday night and it contributes that they did not they don't have any shooters besides Steph Curry on this roster, which is a problem. It showed how much they miss Clay Thompson because he can shoot the ball and make the ball, make the ball in the back basket. Shit, that didn't make any sense, but <laughs> there's no offense whatsoever for the Warriors. Yeah, for and sure. It's a problem. Yeah, I want to point out that Dallas at one point in the first half went on a 28 to nothing run. A 28 to nothing run. Even with the KD Warriors, I don't remember the, that Warriors team ever going on that kind of run. If Zach, I don't know. But no, I don't think any, I think it was covered in the postgame press conference. Steph said, I don't think any Warriors team of that 2014 to 2019 era ever went on that kind of run whatsoever. I'm pretty positive about that i may have to check the source sources or not i don't have any sources but resources on the internet um i don't think they ever went on that type of run but just chose the lack of defense that the warriors had on tuesday night which was disappointing as Uh, layup lines as earlier in this year they had a top 10 defense and steve kerr so much for that preach defense that this team was going to be such a good defensive team. And I, oh, I also, there, the, it also came out that the Warriors hadn't practiced before since April 6th. I'm not going to criticize Steve Kerr on this. I don't think this loss was Steve Kerr's fault, but this team is 10th place in the Western Conference. This isn't the 2016-2017 Golden State Warriors, which probably is one of the best teams ever assembled. This is a the team... worst team without Steph. Exactly. It's probably the worst team. As we in, said, one of the worst teams before. in the NBA without Steph Curry. And they haven't practiced for three weeks. I just don't understand that. That's just my opinion on it. Like, you have to practice. Okay, I don't want to I, – I know I'm not, like, one to talk about, you know, the rigor of NBA life. But, you know, when you say that you're an exhausted team, there's 30 – 29 other teams who are playing similar schedules. You know, they're playing back-to-backs, and they're also tired too, and they're what? higher than you in the seating compared to other uh, under 500 teams. So I don't feel like the exhaustion excuse, I mean, exhaustion excuse should be like taken seriously. I don't know, Zach, like the whole exhausted stuff. I don't buy that. I don't buy that one bit. Uh, I don't know. Honestly, there's nothing much you can do about it. I'm just disappointed that they hadn't practiced for three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's (laughs) also bad too. And you're calling it the biggest game of the season. And I give props to Steve Kirk because in the press conference, he owned up to his mistakes and he said it was his fault and that he should have, it's his fault because he's supposed to get the players ready. 
I give props to Steve for that, but I don't think that loss was his fault whatsoever. There's comes to a point where you don't Steve Kerslander is not needed in situations. And this game was a perfect example of it. You don't play horrific defense throughout the first half and find yourself down 30 points. That's not Steve Kerr's fault. That's just not playing great defense and having a lack of hustle on the floor. Andrew Wiggins got cooked bad tonight against Luca. I don't know if you saw that, but he got cooked really bad. You know, exactly. And it was not good. Yeah. It just there in that game, a lack of hustle, just a bad shooting performance and just an all around bad night for the Warriors. And that needs to be fixed if they have any hopes of trying to make some noise in the postseason if they get there and qualify out of the play in tournament. And that, they scored 29 points in the first half. They scored 29 points in the first half. And this is in college basketball, people. This is the NBA. So 29 points is uh, sad. Very sad. Yeah, sad. Dog yeah. shit. There we go. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, you would think that the Warriors would just, you know, bat, dust this off their shoulder. Next game, Timberwolves, you know take care of business, right? That's what everyone would have expected. However, the Warriors lost again. On NFL draft day, I think I was paying attention more to who the Niners would have picked. So I wasn't really paying attention much until the second half. The Warriors lost 126 to 114 uh, behind Steph Curry's 37 points. The thing that upsets me the most is that Steph is trying his damn hardest. My apologies for that language, but he's trying so hard to carry this sorry team, and there's not going anywhere, man. It's just, I get there's lack of body bodies, but still, you can't ask Steph every single night to play near perfect just to keep them in this game. That can't happen. Like, even by his standards, he didn't shoot the ball that well. I mean, he struggled in the first half, I think. But, again, it just comes down to roster construction, as you said, Zach. You know, no bigs. We got out-rebounded 57-34. to 34. Again, fundamentals, Zach. If you want to chime in on the fundamentals, how you can't win if you, can't, if you get out-rebounded by 23. So, that's just... I'm disappointed, man. I mean, Kevin has like, had injury concerns in the past. And you really got to make a uh, think to yourselves that this team is needs some bigs to come off the bench. A guy like Marcus Gasol or a guy who can come on a veteran minimum contract because who knows what the Warriors' cap space will be looking like this summer. Um, but just another terrible performance that you lose to one of the worst teams in the league on the road. The only good that came out of this is that the Timberwolves won, which helped the Warriors try to keep their draft pick because if it's in the top three, that means Minnesota has it. But if it's not in the top three, Golden State has it. So don't got much to say on that part besides that, once again, 
Steph Curry we suck. We suck. did, did his hardest to keep the Warriors in the game, and 37 points wasn't enough. It's a problem, and I think Steph Curry really needs to go to the front office this summer and tell them what they need to do. He needs to hold them accountable because Steph Curry and Draymond Green will not want to go through another season like this. And We've said I'm this multiple times, too. Sure of it. do not want to see this again. We know um, sure I don't think Clay Thompson wants to come back and go through another season of this. Um, so the Warriors are going to have to make a serious move. They're going to have to trade for a guy like Bradley Beal or – Somehow, some way, Kawhi Leonard doesn't resign the Clippers. Try to lure him in and pursue him. Having Andrew Wiggins on this roster, no offense to Andrew Wiggins, I think I don't see the fit long-term whatsoever. I think you want to go get a guy like Bradley Beal. You're going to have to ship him away, and then you're going to have to make the serious – I think James Wiseman stays on this roster. That's just my opinion. I don't think a team's going to want to trade for a big who's coming off a meniscus injury. Or was it a meniscus? I don't It was. Remember. It was a torn meniscus. Yeah. So you don't want to – no one's going to risk. And the Warriors seriously need a second unit. JTA and Jordan Poole, in my opinion, if I was in Bob Myers' shoes, they stay in there. They stay there. JTA is a guy you can have who can come off the bench and provide a spark. And Jordan Poole has proven that he can be in a backup guard role. Um, but getting a guy like Marcus Saul or who knows if it really happens, Andre Iguodala for crying out loud. Um, Old man Iguodala. Dude's like, what, 38? <laughs> he's 38, but he can still play. That's true. He's probably better than anyone on this team besides, you know, the big three. He's better than Kent Bazemore coming off the bench. That's true. That's facts. Um, but I don't know any other free agent, small forwards, guards who come off the bench. But the Warriors have a lot of work to do this offseason. And the season isn't over yet, and they still have a lot of work to do if they want to make some noise in the playoffs and actually qualify for the play-in tournament because these are the games they're supposed to win during this stretch. I don't even know if we can beat the Rockets, bro. I don't even know. Like, Like, if this is like the Dallas and the Minnesota game, I don't even know if we can win. I mean, Kevin Porter did put up 50-plus points tonight, so... Yeah, they did, and they beat the Bucs, but I don't know if... Yeah, I think Giannis went up pretty early, but still, they beat the Bucs, which is impressive. So, I, I don't know. I really don't know. At this point, I really don't know. This might be come down to, like, a 36-36, just a perfect, mediocre season. <laughs> but... I don't know, man. It's Who knows just... if that even gets you into the 10th seed, honestly. Yeah. I mean, the Pelicans just won, I think. The Pelicans are right behind the Warriors. We're like three games back, and they're and the Warriors are playing the Pelicans three times. That could get yeah. scary. Very scary. Because who's going to guard Zion? Exactly. Draymond, but you got to deal with Steven Adams. 
and we're gonna get killed on the boards again um so good luck yeah but the warriors a lot of work to do this offseason a lot of work to do the rest of the campaign and we're just speechless right they now just need to, to win listeners. honestly we got nothing to say because this has just been a repeating um, cycle yeah i'm probably in the most shock because you went 2014 to 2015 2013 they came out of the blue they're like the Suns, I guess you could say. I was pretty hyped that the Warriors were going into the postseason. And then 2014-15, they made this incredible run, won the championship. And 2015-16, they go 73-9. Then KD comes. They're on top of the world. Then you got 2019, Clay goes down. KD leaves, which I think a lot of people were expecting. He already had a foot out the door, but... And then you have these two years, which is just sucked. Straight up sucked. I think it's left a lot of Warriors fans wanting in shock. Answers? I think wanting answers. Yeah. And I think a lot of Warriors fans are now fed up because they've been on top and the Warriors have been such a successful franchise for the past five years. And I think I'm one of them. The Warriors have a top 20 player of all time in Steph Curry, top 15 player of all time in Steph Curry. And currently he's on a team that is 31 and 31 or 31, 32, I think 31 and 32. They're barely fighting for a play in spot. That's how sad it is. Like that's, what's got everyone so upset is again, as we said, for many episodes, how Steph Curry's prime is being wasted. Zach, we've said how Steph is still the MVP of before, and it's just upsetting to see this. You know, it's upsetting to see your team, your favorite team, getting blown out every like 20 points, 30 points, every like three every three games. It happens. Um, it's just not fun. Not fun. No, it's not fun. I guess we took it for granted, but the winning and all that, but like you should expect, you know, like this, like the Warriors team with Steph to be, to make noise at least. We don't expect them to win now every single time like we did with KD, but we expect I think a lot, the Warriors yeah. team would be fighting for like contention at least. I think a lot of Warriors fans think that with Steph Curry and Draymond Green on your team, you expect to be at least relevant in the Western Conference. These past two years, the Warriors have not been relevant. Steph Curry went on this incredible run these past 11, 12 games. The Warriors were relevant because he was on such a hot streak. And... It's just incredibly disappointing how, once again, his prime's being wasted in the front office. Does nothing. Not they that it didn't. The not that they line. didn't do nothing. Just that they, didn't do anything at the trade that they line, so. used 
this year as another year that clays out. So we're just, we're already out of finals contention. So why go all in again? They use clays injury as an excuse to not maximize the opportunity to have Steph Curry and Draymond Green chase a ring, even without Clay, which I have a problem with because Steph Curry has never regressed. He's 33 years old and he's still performing at such a high level, even a higher level than his unanimous MVP season. So that's now we go to this off season and now the front office has seen how Steph Curry hasn't regressed and now that they should go out and get a guy like Kawhi Leonard or Bradley Beal and make this roster relevant. Exactly, relevant. And I think if you get a guy like one of those two and you have a healthy Clay Thompson back, the Warriors will be relevant. And I think at minimum, they will be in the Western Conference semifinals, conference finals area. Yeah, like, the Warriors before Steph has been, have been a laughing stock. You know Warriors history, like before Steph, the only time they made the playoffs was the We Believe team. Mike Dunleavy. Yeah. God. So the Warriors fans, they don't want to experience that turmoil again. And they're sick of, you know, history repeating itself, if that makes sense. So it's a ton of rants from us. You hear rants from other people, other Warriors fans. Yeah, check out Light Years Pod on Locker Room, everyone. Shout out to Sam and Andy. You'll get a lot of rants. Yeah. <laughs> if you listen to their podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you've been on the locker room, which is basically like kind of like a room where, you know, you can create a room and like. It's like a post game show, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Like I've been in there a couple, like a few times, and you hear the passionate fans. Of the Warriors, you know, like you hear it, and you know, it's just, it's just sucks to see, you know, all, all these fans, including us, to be let down. You know, it's, it's rough, it's rough. Um, but you know, we got no words to say. We're just here giving our thoughts. Like, we're like what sixty three games into this, we thought it was gonna turn around after All Star break, but. Even 63 games, we still have no idea what we're doing. I don't know if you agree with me, Zach, but we still got no idea. <laughs> um, so. But yeah, just a ton of work. You know, we kind of kept pausing a little bit just because we don't know what to say. It's been like the broken record for on the Catch and Dubs podcast. We say the same thing. Every single episode. <laughs> and it somehow has not been answered. So, yeah, yeah, we say the same thing, right, Zach? I feel like we say the same thing every single episode. Sadly. Most of the time. Yeah, but, like, it's just nothing new. We see, you know, we see the Warriors gain a little bit of momentum. They get, like, a good two-game winning streak, and they just, you know, fall flat. That's just what this Warriors team is. They can never gain momentum. So yeah. There's my rant for you. Our rant at the Catch and Dibs podcast. All right. 
that'll conclude episode number 36. Make sure you check us out on Instagram at Catching Dubs Pod and on Twitter at Dubs Pod. Make sure you uh, rate the Catching Dubs Podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you check out the Warriors on Saturdays to take on the Houston Rockets and see you in the next episode. And hopefully things turn around through this final nine game stretch. Thanks, y'all. See y'all later.